What's up, everybody? G Money Stacks here, aka Lonely Nomad, aka the Greginator, aka the Rookie of New York. And I am here to tell you about Anchor. Anchor is a podcast app and hosting site owned by Spotify. Anchor is attempting to be the one stop shop for podcasters without an extensive technical background. They follow vertical integration model, meaning that you can record your podcast, distribute your podcast through anchor and and then monetize with anchor you know how people struggle with paying a hosting site which includes limited storages forget about it what i like about anchor is the simple fact that unlimited storage is free meaning you have the creative freedom to add your music to intros outros and uploading episodes and also may i add that you get paid for podcasting it includes sponsorships and people supporting your show all you have to do is download anchor on your phones tablets laptops and desktop computers remember if you have a dream of creating your own podcast don't let anyone stop you from achieving your goals and dreams and if anyone has any questions or who sent you the anchor Tell them G Money Stacks from Off the Meat Rat Chains New York Podcast sent you. Yeah, yeah. What's up, everybody from around the world, state to state, regions on the line, plus the five boroughs. This is G Money Stacks, a.k.a. The Lonely Nomad, a.k.a. The Greginator, a.k.a. Rookie of New York. And welcome welcome to Off the Meat Rack Chains, New York podcast, episode seven. Right here with me is B-Live. What it do, everybody? How y'all feeling? (laughs) <laughs> right we right back about it with a new episode man yeah yeah man so if anybody's new to the to the youtube channel or anything like that excuse me and you don't know what's going and you don't know what the show is about and everything all you have to do is subscribe to the youtube channel g money stacks 555 press the notification the notification excuse me 
the notification bell so you can get notified for upcoming episodes and including the previous episodes that's been that's been posted in case you miss any of them so like share with your friends and you know the rest so first off how was your weekend now my week was straight my weekend was good not too much happened i got a great chance to watch that fight between uh king ryan garcia okay um, he went Let's talk about it. no it was a good fight man you know he finally faced a tough challenge a dude uh luke campbell who's mm -hmm. out there from the uk he came out there to vegas and uh he got beat up by king ryan garcia but ryan garcia got dropped so he got dropped and he actually got up from being dropped and then came back and dropped uh my man with a beautiful body punch so <laughs> Ryan Garcia answered a lot of questions. You feel me? Damn, man. Would you say that's worse than would you say that's worse than Nate Robinson getting his ass beat by um by that by that white motherfucker? No. <laughs> not at all, not at all, not at all, yo. <laughs> Nate is one of my favorites, so you know it hurt me to see that happen. But hey, you live and you learn, right? Yeah, I hear that, man. You heard of that guy, King Erna? Who? King Erna. He's from Philadelphia. Oh, nah, I never heard of him. What's he right. about? No, he goes online. He speaks about taking people's honor. So his main thing is to be going against snitches in the streets. So if okay. you snitch, he's going to take your honor. Oh, wow. Now, it's hilarious because he goes on, on and on. For years, he's been talking about uh, Alpo from Harlem. Mm -hmm. You know the drug dealer from from Harlem. Okay. So we've been calling them a, a kitten and all types of disses going at him, calling them all types of names. <laughs> now, finally, his son responded, and uh, his name is Pops of Paparazzi Poe. Now they're going back and forth, uh, and now they're supposed to be boxing. Paparazzi Poe. Yes, sir. That's Paparazzi. That? <laughs> it's, uh, that's his name. You know, that's Alpo's little son. That's the worst. So stepping name. up for his pops. Hmm? That's the worst name I ever heard in my life, man. <laughs> you know, these guys make the money off this internet. The internet is going up. A lot of money off of it. But that's not the end of there. How was your week, man? My week was uh, my week was all right, though. I'm still celebrating my 36th birthday and everything. Congrats, um, alongside with alongside with um a premiere of season three of one of my favorite TV shows called The Rookie. All right, all right. What's that about? Um, which I'll which I'll get which I'll get to which I'll get to um before we even end the um episode and stuff like that. All right. So the um this caught my attention as I was prepping to get ready and all the other stuff. Um and it's regarding Dr. Dre. Yes sir. He had a health scare um as far as a brain aneurysm mm -hmm. and he told his fans i actually have an article right here from the source magazine so let me just um pull it up um, on my tablet actually all right so it goes like this yesterday the hip-hop world held its breath as pioneering super producer dr dre suffered from a brain aneurysm and 
was rushed to ICU in Cedar Sinai Medical Center. Doctors were able to stabilize Dre, who has now given the public an update via social media about his stable and improving condition. And he says, I'm doing great and getting excellent care from my medical team, said Dre via Instagram, giving thanks to fans, friends, and well wishes. You know, when, when I heard about this brain aneurysm thing, man, I've been having a hard time trying to basically understand how a person, you know, basically gets it as far mm -hmm. as anything. Because years ago, a cousin of mine um, had a brain aneurysm and he actually passed and stuff like that. Damn, the, so I the, did yeah. And the, and the crazy part is, like, I was not, I was not really expecting Dre to thought the Dre to survive this. Mm -hmm. Like, let me ask you this though: Do you know anybody, especially either is your family or friends that actually had brain aneurysm before? Uh, nothing actually comes to my mind at this moment, so I would say no. Mm. I see. Yeah. I see, man. Um, um, in other in other news, um, but wait up, wait up, wait up. You, wait up. Before we move on, how 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 do people catch you? Uh, Google it on how people catch brain aneurysms. Actually, actually, I was told via text message by somebody. Actually, let me just um look this up. Okay, good. Let's 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 enlighten the people. Should we explain what a brain aneurysm is? Yes, sir. Okay. Um, hang on a minute. Let me pull up the uh let me pull up the thing real quick. Um <coughs> sound like you got a cold, man. Listen, man, I, I hope not, bro. I hope it's just my allergies, man, you know. Hope it's just my allergies. I tell you a crazy story after we get off, you know, after we get off this topic. But uh I tell you a crazy story. Yeah, hold yeah, hold that thought. Let me look up what the uh brain aneurysm is about though. Okay, so what is a brain aneurysm? Okay, here we go. Um hold on. <coughs> okay. All right. According to WebMD, a brain aneurysm, also known as a sub, sub, uh, sub. Okay, I'm I'm gonna have to spell this out for you, man. Yeah. It's S U B A R A C H N O I D. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I can't even. I don't even know which, which uh, site you looking on. WebMD. Oh, you on WebMD? Okay. And then yeah. you, what is it? Brain aneurysm. Yeah. I'm on Mayo Clinic. Whatever the hell that is. Mayo Clinic. Yeah, Mayo Clinic. Oh man. 
Type in what is a brain aneurysm. Oh, okay, hold on, hold on, hold on. I think I see what you got. What is this? A sub archnoid? Yeah. Yeah, I see it. Sub archnoid hemorrhage is a type yeah. of bleeding stroke that happens between your brain and the membrane that surrounds it. Mm. That's crazy. Cause it's like, that's crazy though. Cause it's like it's like different types of aneurysms that I never even heard of before. Mm -hmm. Another one is another one is actually did we even explain what a brain aneurysm is to everybody? Subarachnoid. 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 That's how you say it. You heard? Yeah. Listen. Subarachnoid. 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 Gotcha. All right. So now we good. So now we can say it. All right. All right. So, so for those of you out there who may may not know what a brain aneurysm is, it's basically a brain. It's basically a a brain aneurysm, also known as a subarachnoid hemorrhage, is a weak spot in the wall of the blood vessel inside the brain. Think of a weak spot in the in a balloon and how it feels stretched out and thin. A brain a brain aneurysm is like that. This is scary, man. It's scary, man. It's very scary. Very, very scary, man. No. And one of the one of the colleagues actually um texted me um trying to figure out um how it's caused. Trying to figure out what it's caused by. Um, mm -hmm. If I'm not mistaken. I think it's head. I think it's headaches along with um along with um. Let me see. Damn. I think I I think I lost that right there though. Hold on. Let me just let me see this. What causes brain aneurysm? Okay, so the symptoms to the brain aneurysm, it goes something like this. Aging. Um, okay, I'm going to spell it out for you. A-T-H-E-R-O-S-C-L-E-R-O-S-I-S. Oh, man. I don't even know what you're trying to say, bro. What, what site you want again? No, I um actually um typed in what causes brain and brain aneurysm. Mm -hmm. And these are the these are the symptoms and causes that I'm looking at right now. Mm. <coughs> I, I can't even see it, bro. Oh it's man, my fault. my fault, kid. Yeah, man. What did it say causes it? Like I know they say like um. It's aging, practice, um, aging, stuff like oh. high blood pressure. I'm sure, stuff high like that. Yeah, high blood pressure, smoking, mm -hmm. um, alcohol and drug abuse, mm -hmm. family history, previous brain in aneurysm, head injury, blood infection, um, 
atherosclerosis. That that's what it is. Okay. All right. Atherosclerosis. There we go. All right. So what what was the crazy story you was about to talk about? Oh no, nah, I don't even think I should let it be known yet. I don't want to jinx myself, so maybe I'll speak about it next week once uh you know I've gotten through it. <laughs> wow. So I don't even want to bring it up. <laughs> I don't wanna, plus, you know, it involves other people. So I don't know if they want their story out there just yet. So I'm gonna hold it back. You feel me? Yeah, I hear you, man. I ain't gonna say anything. You know? Yeah, so what man. else do we talk about, man? But yeah, basically, you, you got to take care of yourself, man. Of, of course, Dre is what? In his 50s and in his mid-50s. You know, he's approaching 60. So he's oh. getting Dr. Dre. Um, Wait, I didn't know he was in his 50s. Yeah, I think he's in his 50s. I think he's like 50. He might be mid-50s, close to his 60s. Oh, shit. Dre is no spring chicken. <laughs> Did you just say spring chicken? I just finished yeah, eating, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's an old guy. Oh man, but now nah, I don't see no white hairs on him because he's bald, man. Fifty-five. Yeah, but I don't see his. I don't see no white hairs though. He cut his hair off. Yeah, you know he got to let it go. Nothing wrong with that. But <laughs> I remember a few years ago, Dr. Dre was very healthy. Remember, he was real big. Yeah, him and Timberland, they had gotten real big. <laughs> yeah, remember. Yeah. Because Timberland was looking like a bodybuilder at one time. <laughs> yeah, I did remember that one. And Dr. Dre was looking big, too. But um, you like you said, with age, uh, all of that stuff, he has a couple of the, of the factors with smoking. Uh, you know, he probably, I don't know if he has high blood pressure or not, but a lot of us at that age tend to have uh, high blood pressure. So, you know, it wouldn't surprise me. Oh, boy. Man, that's that's pretty crazy though, man. I don't wish that on anybody, man. Like that shit is scary. Like I said, though, man. Most definitely. Just take care of yourself. Not even scared. Not even scary about what happened in 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 Washington D.C. today. Mm -hmm. Now I don't know if you saw what happened, mm -hmm. but like from what I'm hearing. From all the from all the um from all the scenes I've been I've been seeing and stuff like that, um, apparently these these Trump garbage burger supporters basically went to the Capitol and I believe there was like um broken windows mm -hmm. and then and then now and then now a couple minutes ago as I'm looking as I was watching um. Amanda Seals and Angela Rise on um, Instagram Live, and they was talking about a noose. And I'm like, I hear that word so many times, though. That shit sounds so fucking disturbing. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, and I'm like in my head, like, what do coronavirus, um, explosives, and and fucking um. And fucking um, I forget the other one. Like, what is the one thing they got in common? Terrorism. Yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. Coronavirus was man-made to kill people, which is terrorism. You better not say that too loud, man. You might get banned. No, I'm just, 
I'm nah, like it's not fact check by CNN. <laughs> man, they they don't know how to tell the damn truth, man. They just sugarcoat shit. Mm. That's why I don't want. That's why I don't watch the news like that. That's why I stopped listening to Ten Ten Wins because they don't. They don't really tell you the whole truth. They just sugarcoat the shit. And this is what. Ha- and this is what happens when you vote for a fucking celebrity like President Forty Five, aka Agent Orange, traveling <laughs> alongside with alongside with fucking fucking blue cheese Mike Pence mm. because. Because I was saying something in a text message earlier um, in regards to who he reminds me of. You know who he reminds me of back in the day? Who's that? King Midas. King Midas? The guy who touches every every item and it turns into gold. Yeah. (laughs) You stupid. (laughs) (laughs) You saying the way he looked? Huh? You saying the way he looked? The way he the the way he the way he the way he is acting and and according to his actions. That's who he yeah. reminds me of. Nah, I hear you, man. You're right. <laughs> One second, man. You know what I mean? Hold on. I'm gonna have to mute myself for a second. Uh, you can introduce the new topic, man, if you want, but hold on. Let me mute myself for a second. Yeah, hold on, hold on, hold on. Um, hold on a minute. Uh, as far as the new topic, let me see what else can I talk about here. Oh, um, let me see. Let me see. Let me see here. You still there? Yeah, I'm still here. I'm with you. I'm with you. Yeah. Um, another topic I was gonna actually bring up is um an actress from that 70s show who who thought that she was dead, but turns out that turns out that she's still alive. Apparently, she collapsed out of the blue while walking her dog. Like, can you really, can you really imagine somebody that you know walking their dog, and they end up collapsing out of the blue? My bad. That's what, crazy, what you, man. You said who met? Uh, what, what happened? The dog collapsed. The, the the actress, um, the actress from that '70s show, mm-hmm. basically collapsed while walking her dog. Yeah. Which, which I find it, I find it crazy though, because like you rarely hear somebody like a celebrity who collapses while walking their dog out of the blue. You know what I mean? Like to me, it's like it's it's a little it's a little odd. You rarely hear <laughs> stories like that though. No, you're right, but I'm just saying, what what was wrong with the with the person? What they had, what they were short of breath, or they just collapsed out of nowhere? Like, um, um, let me look up, let me look this up. Um, so according to page six, 
The actress name is Tanya Roberts. Tanya Roberts. Yeah. Like a regular person to me. I didn't even see that shit though. Tanya Roberts fell on the facility. Oh man, that's crazy, man. But um let me see, let me see, let me see. Um Tanya Roberts. You never watched that 70s show? Nah. That 70s show. That's what um I don't even know who's in that. Austin Ashton Kutcher. I never heard of it, man. Ashton Kutcher. I still never heard of that 70s show. <laughs> it used to come on Fox be live. I watched it, but I I, I know the act, some of the actors. That's that show that what's the name was on first? Valderrama. That's the show that my man was on. Who? Charlie Sheen. No, you the one that he took. Charlie Sheen was in Two and a Half Men. Oh, ain't that a movie? Are TV you... show. There is a movie to it. Two and a Half Men or Two Men and a Baby. <coughs> exactly. Two. <coughs> Whatever. But now nah, I don't even know what that is, man. I probably know them by voice. I mean by uh, face. <laughs> face. I'm like, oh, all right, I know what that is. I never watched the seventy show. But I don't know. Oh boy. I watch uh the Big Bang. That show was efficient. The Big Bang Theory. That's yeah. Yeah, I'm familiar yeah, I'm with that one right there. That show was efficient. You don't watch that show. That's a, I never seen exactly. Movie. That's why you almost fell. Take a crazy. <laughs> Oh yeah, no, it's so, yeah. so yeah, it turns out that she was placed on a ventilator because she was struggling to breathe, according to O'Brien, who said he wasn't allowed to visit Roberts because of coronavirus protocols until what he thought were her final moments. As I held her in her last moment, she opened her eyes, he told TMZ on Sunday. I was able to see her beautiful eyes one last time. Tanya had the most beautiful eyes. She died? She's still alive. Oh, he thought she died. He thought that she died. Damn, yo. Yeah, it's crazy, man. Wow. Um, not only not only her role on that seventy show, she also had a role in um in a double seven flick, a view a view to a kill. Then she was on the the nineteen eighties um Charlie's Angels. Nineteen eighties, I probably know her by face because if she's around for nineteen eighties Charlie's Angels, then she she must have been a pretty pretty you know she's getting up there. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, man. She's like, um, she's like, wait a minute, she's like 65. Yeah, 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 that's about right. I don't know if 65 is considered young age or stuff, so I'm not so sure. Mm, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. 
Oh man. Oh man. Oh man. Oh man. So that's been right. That make it about right. Cause if you know the show was in the eighties, that was about what forty years ago, thirty something years ago. So that it made her about 25, 26. Yeah. Charlie, that's about around the right age for her to be in something like that. Mm. You know? Yeah. Um, because I didn't know about the TV show Charlie's Angels because I was born in 85. Yeah. This was way after this happened. Most definitely. And that was like almost around the time Jeopardy came out. Where 85? No. We had Jeopardy. I think Jeopardy came out in '84. I that's like around the time I think Alistair Beck started hosting Jeopardy. That's oh my lord, that's what I call a job security for you. <laughs> 39 years, 30 something odd years doing that 30 between 36 to 37 years, uh, man. Yeah, you rarely see TV game show hosts last this long. That's right? like that's like a longevity of being a legendary TV host. <laughs> exactly. Right. He was almost, you know, he's been in every single American home, <laughs> you know, <clears throat> would you agree? Yeah. Almost every American home watched him. Yeah. And that's from each different age group. So we could look at my grandmother, know who uh -huh. he is. my mother know who he is. I know who he is. If yeah. I had kids, they won't know who he is. But yeah, we're talking three generations of people who actually knew who he was. Yeah, the same when, thing with Michael Jackson. I mean, mm -hmm. he had something like what almost 50 years of people knowing who he was. Yeah, yeah, that, that's interesting because mm -hmm. um, because me and Saul talked about this in the first episode around November <laughs> 11th, 2020 of last year, when we started the show on YouTube and everything. Mm -hmm. And I was trying to find, and I was trying to, um, you know, basically explain that I think it's too soon to actually, you know, worry about um, who's going to take over his host or whatever. Because mm -hmm. like, because like I said in the first episode, it's not about replacing the person. It's more like trying to figure out how you're going to make the show Jeopardy more interesting compared to exactly. a Wheel of Fortune family <laughs> viewing and all the other stuff. Exactly. <laughs> I think Family Feud did a great job with that once they got Steve Harvey as the host. Yeah. <laughs> he, he does a great job on that show. Yeah, he's hilarious though, man. <laughs> Sometimes I just watch those clips. If I, it makes you happy to watch those type of clips because they're hilarious. Yeah, you should see. Yeah, you should see his react. You should see his reaction, especially in the bloopers on YouTube. Hilarious, exactly. Yo, man, and I'm not gonna forget that one reaction in in that one particular clip of Celebrity Family Feud when he had Snoop Dogg on there. Oh yeah, when, when Snoop Dogg said "pie in a horse," <laughs> I was like, "Yo, why would? How you put a pie in a horse, man?" <laughs> I don't think anyone was expecting that response. That was hilarious. Oh man! My favorite <laughs> one was when um the first the first person goes and they get like hundred and forty something points. In the first <laughs> All the person got to do is get like ten points, and they blow it. That, that made me laugh so much, man. I, I sometimes I watch it just to see those. Damn, man. You know and what I'm I, talking about? Yeah. The fast money round, the first person, they do so well, 
that it's just hard for the next person to get any answers, and they and they mess up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh. If my family ever went on Family Feud, we'd be completely different than all other families because <laughs> comment we would tease each other off of it. Yeah, like, yo, you stupid. I always knew he was stupid. <laughs> <laughs> but you know we we get but you know you know to get on family feud and stuff like that i think you have to audition and i think you have to win like five games and that'll get you a car and shit that's what's up you ever thought about your family going on there no i don't know about that one right there man i'm not gonna be around my scripts and shit <laughs> Come on, oh, now. You, know I don't li- you know I don't like scripted TV, man. It's like it's yeah. like going it's like going on a reality TV show like Love and Hip Hop New York and on them other bitch ass franchise. Nah, you're right. You're right. <laughs> How you think y'all would do if you did get into that? How would y'all compete? Oh man, that's a man, that's a hard one right there, man. <laughs> it'll be it'll depend on the type of questions that's being asked though man right. right but i'm not gonna forget that one family feud episode when um when one of the contestants um okay so the question was was related to um colonel sanders of kfc and everything this lady said this lady's this lady said that um that colonel sanders um rides a horse like what i was like yo man wait a minute here like, and steve harvey was and steve harvey was like was like what horse where where are you i've been eating this man's chicken since i was a little since i was a little boy what horse he fries chicken what is what is he doing what are you doing with a horse exactly Exactly. When did Colonel Sanders get a damn horse? You know what Somebody people think about. <laughs> you know who they think about, right? When they think about Colonel Sanders, they think about that slave master. That's what they think about. Oh my! You know? They think about a white racist slave trader. That's what they think about. Oh man! How you figure that though? That's what I think sometimes when I think of the Colonel Sanders. <laughs> um, oh my goodness, yeah. man. Sometimes I do. Sometimes, <laughs> man. Oh my goodness, man. That's crazy, man. What this, uh, this dude, man. Yeah, what was your what was your favorite what was your favorite family feud? You know, of a plantation owner. What the hell? <laughs> I can't believe you got a picture of Colonel Sanders, man. I just Googled it. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> what you think about when you see this man? Oh, my God. What you think about, G-Money Stidak? <laughs> Yo. What you think I'm about when you see the Colonel? Weak, man. I'm weak. I did not think you. I did not think he was gonna look up his picture right now. I told you, bro. What's the first thing that come to your mind when you see that? The first thing that come to my mind, as yeah. Far as Colonel Sanders. Yeah, there's a guy who looked like that. Huh? There's a guy who looked like that. 
You know what I'm saying? As the actor, let's say you seen somebody like that. What's the first thing that comes to your mind? Shit. Uh, that's a hard one right there, man. That's a hard one right there, man. I can't right. even I can't even think of a celebrity that probably looked like that too, man. Nah, yeah, man. But then it got me thinking, but then it got me thinking about Mario Lopez playing Colonel Sanders. Like, what the hell? Like, wait a minute, man. Like, right. like this is crazy. Mario Lopez doesn't look anything about like Colonel Sanders, man. <laughs> right. Nah, you better oh. right. You know? <laughs> oh my goodness, man. Oh my goodness, man. But nah, what was your favorite family feud episode? That's hilarious. Now, I don't watch all, you know, the ep the whole episodes. It's just certain scenes I like. So the scene that you mentioned with Snoop, that was one of my favorites. I'm like, how the hell did Snoop pull that out of his head? <laughs> and I like the ones where they say the stupid things, you know? I, I like that one. It, it really makes me laugh when people get up there and say crazy stuff. Also, like the ones where, uh, like I said earlier, when the person gets a lot of points in the first round, and then in the second round, the guy comes up and can't do anything. That type of thing make me chuckle, man. Oh man, no, yeah, that's really that's really something. That's really something right there, man. Son, <laughs> damn, man. Watching in the background, bro. In the background, yeah. Um, in the background, I'm watching is what time is it right now? TMZ. Oh, that's TMZ. Okay, all right, all right. Yeah. That's that's what kind of helped me gather some ideas for topics to talk about and stuff. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Compared to extra, compared to podcast shows that I listen to on Spotify and whatnot and everything else. Mm -hmm. Um, speaking of a podcast, so tell me why I was listening to Dead End Hip Hop um podcast on Spotify, right? And these two guys from um, it's the it's the bike still on. Um, Ken and FIFO, right? <clears throat> yeah. They were um they were doing um you know music album reviews and stuff like that, and they was talking about currency. So as soon as as soon as they as soon as they said that um currency made seventy five albums, I'm like, wait a minute, how is that even possible compared to E forty who made over twenty eight albums? Currency, yeah, wow. I mean, think about it. Mm. I wouldn't have thought that. I like currency, though. You can rap. But 75 albums, though? That's yeah. crazy. You probably got a lot of unofficial joints. <laughs> can, those can't all be uh, record releases. Well, I guess maybe if he owned his own record label and you know he got a way to distribute it, maybe digitally, I guess it's possible. <laughs> Guess yeah. it's possible. Yeah, that'd be the same with Too Short, though. He mm -hmm. probably made over twenty eight albums too, compared to LL Cool J. How many LL has? Um, how many albums LL Cool J has? I'm going to basically look that up right now. It's Too Short been in the game for a minute. LL okay. Too Short or OG? I met Too Short too. Yeah. Yes, well, sir. What was he like when you when you met him in person as far as his personality? Conversation with the man. 
Uh, I was in Vegas and I was at the Manny Pacquiao versus Ricky Hatton fight. And I was just walking in the uh in the <clears throat> in, inside of the Whistling the Casino, and we walking in a different direction. And I'm like, oh snap, that's too short. Like, hey, yo, what up, dog? Dang. Cool. Yeah, so LL Cool J has like 13 albums. You got 13 and homeboy got 28. Um, let me do let me let me do this. But remember, LL had retired from the game. Yeah, because he's an actor on NCIS Los Angeles. Exactly. I'm sure his which rap is, which is like on his 12th season. Exactly. And I'm like, that's legendary status right there, I man. It's syndicated too, right? Huh? I think it's syndicated too, right? What SEIS or Los Angeles? It's on CBS. Yeah. So I, yeah, he getting paid off of that. I'm sure he made more money acting than he did rapping. Yeah. <laughs> Damn, man. Let me see. Let me see, man. Um so let me see what currency he has. Let's see. Never even listened to these music before, but, but um, when you um, when you heard him for the first time, though, like, like, well, what is it that you liked about him? As far as the story, what do you mean besides his story? As far as you know, does he does he feel like a storyteller? Storyteller to you? I mean, That's somewhat. Right. You know, I'm not too good. I'm not too into. You know, I don't really know too much of his music like that. Just a few joints I heard of him. You know, he did his thing, so he cool. I got no issues with him. How about you? How do you feel about him? I'm like, wait a minute. It couldn't be no no 75 albums, man. That's crazy, man. <laughs> That's crazy. 22 made 25 albums. 25 and, albums. And let me let me um let me look up um E40 status. E40 up there, son. I'm telling you that. Damn, 25. Who got 25? E40. E4. Oh. I'm like, damn, man. And let's see too short. Too short. Keep it real. You ever listen to any of E40 albums? Oh. <laughs> huh? Yo, um, I'm not gonna feed this one song that I, that I heard when I was in Florida years ago, man. Um Tell me when to go. Tell me when to go. <laughs> <laughs> like How you like that song? It's it's like a party. It's like it's like going to a party. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. But in a but in a but in a crunk way. Exactly. Whatever. Whenever you go to a party, you know it's going to be off the meat rack right there, man. <laughs> A bunch of women dancing and everything, man. That's no. a prime example of off the meat rack. <laughs> exactly. No, off the chain to be exact. Excuse me. 
off the chain. Nor used to say off the yells about. What the hell? Oh my god! <laughs> Damn man! So Too Short has fifteen albums. Sure, dope. Oh my god! I like Too Short. Yeah. Now, now, um, out of out of those rappers that I mentioned, now twenty five albums. Do, do do you see that as like a as like a uh, as a world record? Twenty five records. Twenty five albums. Twenty five albums. That's that's a lot, man. What's up there, kid? <laughs> be respected. I don't know how a lot of people have time to listen to 25 albums though by E40. Mm. I mean that that's 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 amazing, man. Yes, sir. E40 been, you know, he's also a guy that that's been around in the game for a long, long time. Yeah. Yeah, he sure no. has. Yeah, he sure has though, man. Gotta be respected. <laughs> you know, speaking of being speaking of being respected, a lot of these award shows. This is why I don't watch award shows anymore, man. Every time and every year, when it comes to award shows and everything, they they mm-hmm. they tend to snub. They tend to snub. They tend to snub singers and rappers. And the reason I bring that up is because it has to do with um the weekend. Mm-hmm. Now the weekend, because it it would it would be impossible for him to to perform at the Grammys compared to the Super Bowl. Now, now if I was in his position and everything, I would have went for the Super Bowl because it's more fun than being on an award show, knowing that you're gonna get ripped off off of a fucking right. nominee and an award. Right. <laughs> it's, like, it's like, yo, I can't even recall the last time I watched the Soul Train Awards, man. Yeah, I, I don't watch. You know, I haven't watched them in a long time either. <laughs> watching in a long time. Damn, man! Like, who who are you telling, man? Well, that stuff man. don't interest me anymore. Sometimes, you know, maybe I'll watch it to see the performances. Uh, I haven't watched the Super Bowl in a minute, so. I can't tell you about uh, that, but at one time I did like watching the Super Bowl. So if I was an artist or a performer, I would most definitely want to do a performance at the Super Bowl. That goes down in history. Super Bowl is one of the single most watched events in America. (laughs) Yeah. Do you agree? I would definitely want to perform there. Yeah. That's that's more, that's like, that's like, that would be off the chain right there. But only the only difference is there's no audience and shit. Yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. Because it's the yeah. whole the whole slandemic coronavirus shit has slandemic and took over. The slandemic has ruined a lot of lives, man. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna tell you, I'm gonna tell you. <laughs> I call it the slandemic because it's because it's ruined a lot of lives and people are losing mm-hmm. businesses and all that other stuff. Even 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 fucking Neiman Marcus and along with retail stores like Century Twenty One and movie theaters and alongside with 
and alongside with Broadway, yeah, I feel bad for them, man. Mm-hmm. They they losing out on some money. Right. It's crazy. And unemployment, which I didn't get a chance to discuss that in the previous episode and everything. Mm-hmm. Um I tried to look I tried to look up the uh, st- statistics of the the rise of unemployment and it's it's crazy right now. I can't even keep up with this shit. Mm. And I got a friend of mine who got laid off because of the because of the slamdemic. Sad. Yeah, who you, yeah, who you telling, man? Definitely sad. I mean, as a country, we're facing uh, hard times, facing very hard times as a country. And how we proceed from this point forward is going to mean a lot to the kids in the future, because uh, if we're looking at it, uh, we don't know when the economy is going to go back to normal. And we can't just keep losing and losing and losing and uh, not have it affect us in the future. So we're going to see. I don't even know. I don't even know when we're gonna get out of this slamdemic, man. Because, nope. because you know, the, as I was saying in the, in the previous episode yesterday, like these motherfuckers in Miami, Florida, California, and um, and Georgia, it's like they didn't take this shit seriously, man. And mm-hmm. and and that and that ties into um what I was talking about with the whole Tom Cruise thing and everything, since you weren't there yesterday, so I'll fill you in with um, the whole Tom Cruise thing and stuff like that. So basically, he spat, he was spazzing out on the crew in regards to in, in regards to the fact that um, that, you know, one of them wasn't taking the, um, the, the COVID-19 protocol seriously. His first like Instead of being six feet away, this is like three feet close. Like it's crazy, man. Yo, um, let me see if I can actually find what he actually said because this is yo. (laughs) Hold on, man. Let me look at it. I'm gonna try to find it. We talking about our Tom Cruise mom shoes, right? Um, the Mission Impossible Seven thing. Um, Let me see if you can check it out. If you could, COVID nineteen rant you talking about, right? Yeah, if you can find, if you can find the audio, just play it. All right, hold on, I'm gonna play it now. To the Sun, the UK tabloid who leaked audio from scolding staff members to start launched out on set again on Tuesday. <laughs> even higher on the Mission Impossible 7 set. The second outburst reportedly led to five crew members resigning from the production. What? The source added, quote, tension has been building for months, and this was the final straw. How many meters is that? When people are standing around a computer and hanging out around here, what are you doing? In the recording leaked earlier this week, Tom, who is also a producer on the film, staff <laughs> members who seemingly violated health and safety guidelines months after filming was shut down due to the ongoing health crisis. Public opinion on the leak has been mixed. Some are praising Tom Cruise for upholding the guidelines, while others have criticized his approach. On the Howard Stern Show, George Clooney shared his thoughts on the matter. If the production goes down, a lot of people lose their jobs, and it's you know people have to understand that and have to be responsible. It's just not my style to take everybody to task that way. 
And Whoopi Goldberg, who has had like big budget projects of her own, she offered her take on The View. You can get a new camera operator, no disrespect to camera operators. You can get a new sound man, but you can't get another Tom Cruise. You, he's, it's him. And if he's looking over and he can see you not doing what you're supposed to be doing, it's kind of like a little bit of a middle finger, in my opinion. But in a statement, a spokesperson for the union representing right. film crews in the UK criticizes <laughs> Tom's rant, saying, quote, after a very difficult year for free. Get this guy out of here, man. First of all. <laughs> I understand being angry. Of course, you're going to be angry. Uh, the stakes are high. But at the same time, there's better ways to deal with people than attempting to scream at them and yell at them like that. Who are you to be yelling at people like that? You're not my father. Come on. You're trying to belittle someone? What if you succeed in belittling that person? Now that person takes it upon themselves to try to get their manhood back and punch you in your face. Right? I mean, if... I mean, the way I looked at it when I saw when I saw his rants and stuff like that, I don't blame him because yeah. because he's not just looking out. He's as I was saying um yesterday in episode six or whatever. Um, I was trying to explain to um I was trying to explain to Soul and and Rob and Robin that um that he's not just looking out for himself. He's look he's looking out for um for for people and their jobs and everything. I mean, I mean, if you if you don't if you probably don't remember, it, Mission Impossible Seven filming got put on pause and everything. So mm -hmm. he doesn't want he doesn't want the movie to be on pause again because because if that happens, the movie studios end up lo losing some money. Mm -hmm. I get what you're saying, but you're acting as if Tom Cruise is saying Tom Cruise got issues, bro. Remember he was on Oprah? Huh? Oh yeah, when he jumped on the he jumped on the couch and everything. I see man, he's everywhere. I didn't understand that shit too. <laughs> These guys everywhere, son. So you put that in context of this, and that was just him on the down though. So I think this guy needs some help, man. But he's in his fifties though, man. Like you, you, you can't you can't blame the guy for. For not only looking out for for his money, but looking out for other people's money. Yeah, right. you know, as for a regular person, I could see that, but for him, that guy just flipped out, man. <laughs> you know, he flipped out. Um, but you wouldn't. But but wait a minute, though. You, you if you were in Tom Cruise's situation or whatever, now and and you see one or two people not taking the COVID nineteen protocol seriously, instead of being six feet. They end up being um three feet close to a person or whatever. I I what, how how would you would react it though? All right, let me ask you this though. How would I react it? Well, yeah. I'm not the person to put people on the spot and try to embarrass people, so I definitely wouldn't yell at them. Maybe I'd have pulled them to the side and spoke to them like they were regular human beings and allowed them to understand the gravity of the situation. Uh. Uh, it's just not my 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 style to scream at people and yell at people like that. But I think the I think what a lot of I think what a lot of people are forgetting is the fact that you have people that are anti-maskers who okay. who don't really give a flying fuck about other people's health. I All mean, right. this I mean, if you really think if you really think about it, man, this fucking slandemic coronavirus shit is fucking dangerous man it this is. is not a game 
Right. We really, really dealing with um with multiple multiple battles, not just the slam demic, but we're dealing with fucking terrorism going on in um Washington D.C. Right. All because of all because of Agent Orange trampoline and Mike Pence, aka Blue Cheese, are a bunch of spoiled brats. All because they lost the election and they really took it too far, though, man. Now you want to be on some Ku Klux Klan type of shit, man? Yo, for real though, man. Like, like it's not like it's not like they lost a fucking um kente cloth and shit, man. <laughs> I mean, think about it though, man. <laughs> oh man, definitely crazy. <laughs> because at first. I'm like, in no possible way that widespread violence would break out in this country. I did not think that it could happen. But now that I see how polarized this country is when it comes to politics, I think we have extreme people on both sides. And I think that the smallest thing may ignite the worst out of these people. And we may have a situation that we haven't seen in hundreds of years. In this country, yeah. Matter of fact, I'm sorry, not what you see. I'm wild. This stuff like this was happening in the '60s and '70s, you know, '60s mm-hmm. and late '50s. So, not since that time have we been uh, seeing things that's that's going to have this much effect on history. We're living in a great time. The stuff that we're seeing right now are going to be the things in the history books that our children will be reading about. You feel me? Yo, if I ever saw a fucking noose and shit, I don't know how I would react though, man. I'll be I'll be petrified, man. Like, like, be petrified of a damn noose. Because man, like the shit because man, you know the shit reminds me reminds me of all the fucking boring slave movies and shit that's going on. I'm like, yo, that's why I got tired. I got tired of slave movies, man, because it's mad depressing. Mm-hmm. Like who you know, wants to watch depressing movies like that though, man? Right. Especially right. the Nate Parker shit, man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Crazy man. <laughs> yeah, who are you telling, man? Who are you telling, man? Exactly. I feel like twenty twenty one has gotten off to a rocky, shaky start, though, man. Yeah. 2021, like boy, 2020, you you try to show me up, son. I'm gonna show you. <laughs> I don't know about that one right there. We're gonna see. Cause that listen, man, coronavirus ain't going nowhere. It ain't going anywhere. Then you heard of the new variants. Huh? Did you hear of the new variants? New variants. Yeah. As far as what? The coronavirus. So they got different I heard strains. A, I heard there's a new I heard there's a new strain coming from the UK. One coming from the UK. They have another one in South Africa that's supposedly real bad. And oh, then they have another okay. one in West Africa. Oh shit. So this thing is, you know, it's crazy. And and I hear people all the time saying that these face covers and masks is not gonna it's not gonna help or whatever, but but if you really but if you really really fucking think about it, like you don't want nobody you don't want nobody coughing on you and sneezing on you and all that other shit though, man. Because when I when I heard about this 
this this disease and for for people to say that these coronavirus is is not airborne yes it is airborne because it's based on droplets right right like if if you like if a person if a person was like was like near me and, and this person coughs you know the droplets is gonna be like be like in the air and everything like come on right it's like a lot of people don't really believe in fucking common sense when it comes to other people's health. Right. Like you got other, like you got other people that's dealing with you know high blood pressure, um, and 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 and, and you know diabetes and all that other stuff, man. Like why you want why you want to add COVID nineteen, aka coronavirus disease twenty nineteen to this shit? Right. That's to me, to me. That's being selfish, man. I'm sorry. And I'm not saying this to put anybody down or whatever, but it's like it's like you got a bunch of fucking jerks that don't know how to care for one another. It just mm-hmm. seems to me that they don't they don't really have the capacity to have, you know, and it's not even about compassion. This is about empathy. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Right. Right. Crazy. Yeah, take away my rights. If I don't want to have to wear a mask, I shouldn't have to wear a mask. <laughs> Dang. <laughs> How Americans feel. Yeah, it's crazy though, man. I'm worried about another lockdown. If these fools act a, act real foolish out there, they may try to put us in another lockdown. I think it this has to be mandatory lockdown. It's like it has to do with it has to do with um the amount of hospitals um that's being overwhelmed with patients and mm-hmm. it's not and it's not even enough space for other patients who 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 need the most help. Mm-hmm. Which is not it's not just hap- it's not just happening in New York, it's happening in California. California's getting kind of worse. Mm-hmm. The majority of the hospital beds is getting is getting filled up like crazy and like rice cakes. Like it's crazy, son. Right. Yeah, do it out there, Kelly. <laughs> oh, man. In California. Good thing I ain't mm-hmm. living over there, man. California. I can't imagine myself living over there, especially Hollywood. I hear you. I, just- I want to visit though. I'll tell you that. It's just too much dirty politics, man. Mm. Kind of like the dirty politics years ago with Oscar's so white. Mm. Remember that shit? No, what happened? The Oscars, um, the award show, which I don't watch anymore. For mm. those of you who may may not know what happened with the Oscars, there was a controversy, and there was like an article in regards to the Oscars award show you know not not having diversity as far as like you know african americans and as far as like you know people of color and everything cuz cuz you know the idiots the old dinosaurs um only care about you know the vanilla wafers of actors what? <laughs> it's like crazy man you going in with the names today well you're on the roll 
I'm mad animated. I'm mad. I'm mad animated, not because of how I laugh and everything, but it'd be like a spur of the moment. And the only time I'm funny, that's if I'm like, that's if it's like some spur of the moment type thing. Cause it's like natural. It's like natural shit that comes to me. That's what it is. Well, that's what's up. For real. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, man. And I'll be and I'll be like wondering, man, like, like. How do people sleep at night, man? Knowing mm. that they don't really care for other people, man. That shit really sucks to me. It's and, hard. You know, I, and you know, I, I actually cried about this shit too. Wow. Why you cry about it? What happened? I cried about this shit because because of the fact that we're not gonna get out. Like you said, like you said before, we're not gonna get out of this slam demic anytime soon. I say this shit's gonna be like maybe three years, maybe maybe three years or some shit, man. But you know, everybody's like, you know, you know, anti-vaccines and shit and all the other stuff. But I feel, but I feel like this though, man. You got cats who's worried about getting a piece of ass <laughs> by being fucking rubberneckers and shit. Going to parties and everything, but then, but then you don't, but then you want to, you want to draw the line into not and not and not taking the COVID nineteen vaccine so we could get out of this fucking slam demic, man. Because we can't, we can't stay in the slam demic forever. It's fucking up the economy, and if this continues, we're gonna end up in the economic tsunami, just like the NTA. I tell you what. I hope I don't gotta go back to work in the office. I tell you that I love being home working, bro. I'm very. <laughs> I don't want to have to deal with all that nonsense that goes on in the office. I'm more relaxed now. My blood pressure don't get up. I don't get angry. I don't care about office politics. This is beautiful. This is this is all that one could ask for. <laughs> Yo, what about what about financial security, man? Like you said earlier. Listen, as long as I can work from home, you mean you, you tell me you turn down financial security to work from home and everything? How does that work? What I'm saying is that the same job that I do in the office, I can do from home. So I'm getting the same type of pay. You understand? My salary stays the same. So it's not, it doesn't really affect me. You understand? I still got my same job. I could log into my office, to my office. Uh, uh, workspace and I yeah. can work from home. You understand what I'm saying? So I'm doing the same exact job just from home now. So what I'm saying is that if they don't have to pay for the office space, I'm hoping that we don't have to go back to an office space. We have our meetings. I connect my camera, my mm. microphone up. I'm yeah. at the computer, <laughs> getting information, having shares and things like this. We're doing meetings. You can still be productive working from home. Mm. This is what I'm saying. So I hope we never go back to the physical. I don't got to ride the trains. I don't got to deal with the madness of the trains. It's beautiful. I've been because riding. You, because you drive, man. No, no. I'm saying because I, I do ride the trains. But when I go to work every day, I'm on them more. And mm. it's based off of my little observations. Peep this. Okay. When I was going to work every single day, I did not see this amount of 
mentally disturbed people in the subways. Oh no, the bombs. Almost every single ride, there's someone causing destruction. There's someone messing with my vibe. Yeah. You feel me? Yeah. They're riding the train, and this, mm. this dude, he just sitting in the chair, and this white guy, seemed like mm -hmm. he just came home from work. He's uh -huh. reading with his camera up like this. So I'm away from me, son. And the white boy like, yo, I'm just reading, man. He's like, yeah, I'm going to read your ass if you don't take that camera off. <laughs> I'm just like, oh, my Lord. These guys are crazy. Oh, man. It's wild. Not even more wild than the time that I was on the E train going to um, LaGuardia Community College and everything, right? Okay. So tell me why, as I'm trying to as I'm trying to get off at Roosevelt Avenue, Jackson Heights, there's this ran this this is random person who who is basically faking the funk, pretending that he's sick, and he got he got ambulances and cops. Coming to the train station and shit, man. Disrupting people's um way to work, man. I was like, yo, man, like never again, man. Like it, it's just it, it's just crazy to me, man. And then you have and then you have trained derailments, which cost me my first job interview for Red Lobster in Brooklyn near the Barclays Center. That's crazy, bro. I stopped taking the train a long time ago, man, because I'm not trying to get trapped in the damn in the damn train and then I have a traumatic experience. Fuck that. That is not happening to me. Not in a million years. I one time I got caught up in the train <laughs> over there by it's funny because that you said you went to LaGuardia. Now I work my office building is, is close to that. What LaGuardia Community College? Yeah, it's in Long Island City. Yeah, Thompson Avenue. Thompson Avenue. That's where my college is. It's walking distance to over there, to where I work. I, I used to work on Northern. Northern Boulevard. Yeah. All right. So it's like right over there. So it's funny because uh, we had to work during um, Sandy Hurricane Sandy. Yeah. Remember the subways got breached with water. Yeah. There were certain lines that still ran. Uh huh. Man, the D was running. So yeah, I just so happened to find my way out to the BX. Oh yeah, yes sir. And how and how and how did that experience go? Man, it was a mess trying to get around. It was impossible to get around. So my job, they sent us a uh, black cars to come pick us up. Mm -hmm. and we actually stayed and slept at the job, man, for like two two straight days doing work. It's crazy. Man. That has to suck though, man. It had to be it had to be a nightmare for you, man. Nah, it was, man. It was a horrible experience. Horrible. <sighs> yeah, that's why you end up getting yourself a little sweet ride of a car, man. So you don't gotta worry about no damn trains anymore, man. I don't blame you. <laughs> you, think about it? you know, if you think about it, storm storms that we had, they're just they just were many setups. For what just happened now? Uh huh. Think about it. You call yeah. it's, it's called COVID nineteen. I know it was December of uh, twenty nineteen, but that just means we had a whole year of it. Yeah. Because it's twenty twenty one now. You know, beginning of twenty twenty one. So we had a whole year of COVID. 
COVID was the main uh, focus of the of the year. Yeah, yeah, that was though, man. And 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 on top of the on top of the fucking slam damage, there was also shootings and shit. Which reminds me, these mm. two cops who shot Jacob Blake got mm. fired, and they're not being charged. That shit. Yeah, fired though. That shit sickens me, man. That shit really sickens me right there, man. It's like Jacob Blake Jacobs is not going to be the same. He's paralyzed for life. He can't walk or do anything. Mm-hmm. You're right. And the crazy shit is I actually went to, <coughs> the crazy shit is I actually went to a protest last year for George Floyd. Oh, you went to one? Yeah, this was like around my um around my way where I live. It was like a real activist, brother. I like that, man. Yeah, you got Gigi and everything. You had you had you had an afro. But it took place, but it took place in um southeast Queens. We started from we started from um Laurelton, which is in southeast Queens, by Merrick by um 231st. I didn't get to 230 230 um third or 230 first in time. But I did catch up with the crowd and everything and all the other stuff. And it was like a mean walk. It was like a mean walk from there to Roy Wilkins Park. Mm-hmm. Yo, yo, when I had that exercise and shit, and I actually got the whole video on my page, man. Oh. <laughs> yo, I didn't even, I don't know if I should, I don't know if I should put it on my YouTube page, man. But I'm going to just leave yeah. it though, man. <laughs> It's a beautiful look. Yeah, but the thing is, I can't. I the thing is, I can't really see myself being an activist every day because I'm already dealing with with battles of my own, trying to make sure I don't have any more blackout seizures and shit, man. I can't stay out there protesting and not eat any food and shit, man. I can't do it. Nah, it is, huh? It's just, yeah. it's just another. It's just, it just sounds like it just sounds like suicide to me, man. Mm. I hear that. That's definitely respectable, brother. Definitely a respectable thing. But yeah, I don't look at that case. Uh, it's very hard. I say that the police definitely used excessive force. Uh, yes, they did. Other than that, it was shown that he did have a knife in his hand. Um, but there's a couple things that I think of when I think of that. When we slow down the video, we see that he's walking away from the police officers. He uh-huh. was holding a, a blade. Uh, so yeah. he was. Uh, he did have a gun. I'm, I'm sorry, a, a weapon. And he was going toward the car. Uh, uh-huh. These police officers shot him, what, seven times, the guy? Yeah, I mean, seven, times. seven times. And all he had was a, was a knife. Now, you try to put yourself in the police officer's shoes and you say, okay, maybe he was trying to reach for a gun. Mm-hmm. So, okay, you shoot him. But seven yeah. times? Seven times, man? Come on, son. That's excessive force to me. And you said that they lost their jobs? Yeah, they got fired. They're not even getting charged, though. That's the crazy shit. And I think that just like uh, regular citizens have to be responsible for their actions, so should police officers. We, we can't look at it as the cops just having it one way and just having their job be a good job being done if the person is captured you understand and that's just 
signifying that that was a good job being done. Yeah. You can capture the person. There's multiple ways of capturing a person. Yeah. You don't just have to shoot them. So I ask you, mm-hmm. let's say you shoot them, you shoot them once or okay. twice or maybe even three times. Is that enough times to stop the person from moving? At what point does it become excessive? Would, would 10 shots be excessive as opposed to seven? Would 12 shots be excessive? With 20 shots? At what point are we going to stop it and say this was excessive? Mm. You feel me? I, yeah. I think it's a clear cut of excessive force. And if that's the way that they're trained to operate, then we need to train, change their, their training techniques. You feel me? Um, yeah. Um, from I've I forgot who said this though. Um these these cops, they're not trained to to have empathy they're trained to to react to certain situations mm. i mean that's that's pretty much um what their training is about though but it's like they don't know it's like the one part that really got me thinking was when jake blade jacobs tried to you know i guess he tried to break up a fight or some shit but but it's like it's like how did how do these cops sleep at night knowing that they killed innocent people and when they're supposed to actually um be the people protecting and serving and stuff like that? I'm not saying all cops are bad and everything. It's just a it's just a rotten sour apple. Um, renegade cops are making the good ones look bad, and I actually did a meme about it. On both of my um, Instagram pages, the podcast page and and the primary one that I'm using. Yeah, that's crazy, bro. I, I mean, listen, bro. Check this out, man. Um, even serial killers justify them their actions, so they oh. find ways to sleep with themselves. So I'm sure a police officer is gonna find a way to sleep with himself. Uh, they probably gonna try to justify. <laughs> I had to. I had to Listen to the rap songs that they play. They savages. They gangsters. Listen to the the movies that we see. Oh. I turn on the mu the news. Look at the news. Look at the people that they show making all of these killings. Oh boy, they that... fear us. <laughs> you know? Yeah, they trying to put they trying to put fear in everybody though, man. Now check this out. Now I'm even gonna go there. I go go. Yeah. What? Yeah. They try to fear. They try to make us. They fear. The fear is a, is a driving factor. It's fear. You understand? Yeah. And they they drive that fear in us. They make mm-hmm. you want to be scared of the average black man that they see walking on the streets. But we not violent people like that. You feel me? The majority of the majority of us are good people. But when you think of a thug or an image of someone to be afraid of, uh-huh. you see me with a hoodie on. Yeah. You see me with my hair like this. And it gives you a reference of people that you see on the streets doing yeah. certain things. And the media is doing nothing but putting these images out and putting these images out. And we fall for it. Yeah. So in their mind, they like, oh, this guy was going to kill me. I had to shoot him seven times. Look yeah, at him, y'all. Yeah, man. He's a criminal. Yeah, so who are you telling, man? That shit is nuts, though, man. You know? Yeah, man. Wild situation, bro. Yeah, tell me about it, man. 
I don't know. I don't know how many months we're going to get through 2021 to see if it's going to get better and everything, but it's, it's kind of hard to, it's kind of hard to say right now. Right. Got to get better though, man. Got to get better, man. <laughs> yeah. Me? What are you telling me, man? What are you yes, telling Nah, though. Um, I, um, what was I gonna say? Oh, I did come across something actually. What's that? I did come across an article. Um, I forget. Um, I forget though. This is like basically relating to um, you know, Colin Kaepernick. Mm-hmm. And when I looked at the tweet. And the hashtag, and it said abolish the police. Mm. I'm like in my head, like, how do you go from how you go from saying defunding the police to to fucking abolishing the police? It's almost like saying that you want to get rid. It's almost like saying you want to get rid of the cops and everything. If you get rid of the cops, who's going to protect the who's going to protect the women? As far as like you know, the being victimized. Of rape, sex trafficking, and all the other nightmare shit that's going on. Like, who's right. gonna who's gonna protect them if there's no cops? And then there's gonna be some drug wars and shootings and all other stuff. It'd be too chaotic, though, man. Chain reaction. No, bro. <laughs> no, I tell you what, though. Uh, I mean, uh, if if you don't have police, you gotta have some type of. Uh, force uh you know to uh make sure that people not just acting all crazy or state troopers and neighborhood watchmen well i don't know <laughs> i don't know i don't know these two suckers is gonna work though man you know it may not but uh you know it may not probably won't <laughs> but i i guess people are gonna are willing to to see now the system yeah. has been going on so much and people so fed up with it yeah exactly exactly um anything else you want to talk about no sir well all right then well that's gonna that's gonna do it for today's off the meat rack change new york podcast episode seven if you like what you see all you have to do like i said earlier subscribe to the youtube channel G Money Stacks 555 and press the notification button to be notified for upcoming episodes and when we go on air and including the postings of the previous recorded episodes on the YouTube. Share with your friends and be and be sure to um and be sure to comment as well. We want your feedback on what you think on on the previous episodes and today's episodes whatsoever what you like about it like what do you think we should do better or anything like that your opinion matters you know what i mean all matters like now nah, let me stop playing around black lives matter <laughs> i knew he's gonna do that shit, man <laughs> and um and also um before I even wrap up here, man, let me let me basically remind people about the about the link in the bio. 
when you go into the link in the bio on Facebook and Instagram, um, let me just put this up right here. All right, um, let me see. All right. Um, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. All right. So, like I said, you can follow the show on Facebook and Instagram, which is Off the Meat Rack Chains NY Podcast. Now, when you go to when you go to the link on Facebook, on the Facebook page, you're gonna see Linktree slash G Money Stacks. When you click on it, you're going to see streaming platforms like this. Listen Notes, Acast, Anchor, Deezer, Podcast Attic. Don't forget to download that when you get the chance. Spotify, Player FM, TuneIn, Google Podcasts, Pocket Cast, Breaker, Stitcher, Amazon Music, Podchaser, iHeartRadio, and last but not least, the YouTube. Yes, sir. And and like I said, don't forget to subscribe to the YouTube channel for for all upcoming episodes and and previous episode recordings of each of each episode of the podcast whatsoever um and if you like to make hold on hold on hold on and also you can follow you can follow each of us on social on instagram like like be live right here his is in in underscore the loop underscore the hold up you you do it You got it, man. Go ahead. In the loop radio. You know, know. <laughs> you already got it. Yeah, I didn't want to forget the um the underscores and everything. Exactly. But... <laughs> the loop films, underscores, man, between in the loop films. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. Yes, sir. Yeah. And you can follow and you can follow me at G Money Stacks 555 in Queens, New York, along with the other co-hosts, which is which is concept of life. An awesome cookie. And 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 last but not least, if you like to make a charitable donation, all you have to do when you go into the link tree, you're gonna see support off the meat rat chains New York podcast by making a donation. When you click on it, it's gonna show it's gonna show you like the different types of debit cards or whatnot. Now, it doesn't matter what the amount is. What this is about is what you can afford. Now, anchor FM slash G Money Stacks slash support. That's anchor.fm slash G Money Stacks slash support and don't forget to don't forget to rate subscribe like comment leave us a leave us a review uh leave us a review on what what you feel about each episode whatsoever 
what is what is like what is like you know certain things we could do better and stuff like that. Leave us a leave us a five star review if you like the show so much. So, with that being said, this is V. This this is V Live. I'm G Money Stacks. We are out of here. Signing off. All right. Yes, Peace sir. and love.